All right. We're welcome to Walking Without Rhythm. I'm Jeremy. I'm Noah. We're talking about the end of the first great Dune trilogy, which is what it was marketed as when they made a three in one hardcover. Children of Dune. This time it's about Paul's children, Leto II and Ganema who are nine-year-olds that are like like thousands of years old because they're both reverend mothers. Like with Ilea, they were born with that ability and they can interact with all of their ancestors mm-hmm. in their minds. Um, this, this is a lot to unpack here. Can I just start with the first one, since you mentioned his full name is Leto the second? Mm-hmm. He's technically the third Leto. But yeah, what uh, I noticed with this book, they really try to pretend like the first Dune, oh, that didn't... We're gonna ignore that. Yeah. Because I'm I'm just gonna bet right now Frank Herbert didn't plan sequels originally, and then when he did, he regretted giving him a son and killing him off right away. Well, they mentioned it in Dune Messiah. Yeah, but they didn't mention it at all in this one. I I think I'm pretty sure. No, well, no one. Well, I mean, there really aren't that many people left from Dune. We got um, Stilgar. Yeah, still there. Uh, Ilea, mm-hmm. Irulan, Lady Jessica, Gurney Duncan Hallett, Idaho. Well, Gurney Halleck and Duncan of, Idaho. The Gola of Duncan Idaho. I would still say that counts. He does seem to have most of his memories. Mm-hmm. And and another character. So, Ilea technically has control of the Empire, and she is crazy. And she's decided that she can't handle anything anymore, so she's letting the Baron Harkonnen possess her. He's back. The He's main back. Of book one. Um, Lady Jessica is basically dispatched by the Bene Gesserit because they think Ilea is an abomination and needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, so she and Gurney come back, and Gurney is um, is uh, investigating a weird place called Jakarutu, which is a Fremen base that they they were water stealers which is the biggest crime a fremen can do um meanwhile leto and ganima realize the things are going to go bad unless mm-hmm. they do something and they complete paul's vision which yeah is because the, the one old... yeah because the one big thing is um the planet itself is getting like terraformed in a way from a desert planet and now there's you know water everywhere green stuff you know the planet is changing yeah but that's affecting the sandworms which and times so... thought would take hundreds of years mm-hmm. and it's happening rapidly and so it, the, the worms are gone the spice is gone yeah and the spice is needed for pretty much everything like t- uh, space travel and stuff yes they desperately need it and big problems obviously Meanwhile, House Carino is planning to take over and have the twins assassinated to put Irulan's nephew on the throne, which I absolutely love him as a character. 
Mm-hmm. Same. He's a fun character. Uh, he doesn't want it. His mother does. Yeah, he wants to be a historian, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also something fun. This is similar to the first Dune book. Um, at the beginning of each chapter, it has like these quotes from like Princess Irulan. And we yes. don't know who this character is until the end. This book has something similar with a certain character, like inserts from his text and reports. And we don't know who he is. And the he creature. never shows up until like the last page uh-huh. when we learn, oh, that's uh, Faradin's new name. Yes. So, yeah, I like it. And we have the preacher. The preacher's uh, basically, well, Ilea has turned Paul into the Messiah. This is what was Paul was realizing was happening in the second book. It has come to pass. And Paul is this God character, but there's a preacher preaching that Paul wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Paul was a man. Muabdib was a man. And should we just spoil who that is? You already did in the June Messiah review, I think. I but it's kind of left ambiguous. I, I mean, would... even early on, we have we get the P- uh, preacher's POV at one point, mm-hmm. and it's already heavily implied, yeah, he is who we think you, he is, you know? It, it, to me, it was so blatantly obvious. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, the, I feel bad for Duncan Idaho in this. Yeah, He's basically cheated on over yeah. and over again with like random people. Because which that's a creepy thing that they don't really Dune Children of Dune's fairly short. It's not like Dune where Dune stays on things forever. Children of Dune is a very fast-paced read. Yeah, with lots of different plot lines and stuff. Yes, it's almost like Dune, but it's not like Dune Messiah, where Dune Messiah really only has like two plot lines. Yeah, and it's a short book. Yeah, it's like a happy medium between these two. Um, but it, it's it's so weird. It yeah, gets the dark, so... the dark aspect you're going to talk should be spoiled. I mean, we already did with... Uh, Baron Harkonnen, you know, inside her taking over earlier. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's the a point is there's why a she's scene. having sh- should I just say why she's having the affairs? Yes. Because that's what Harkonnen wants. Like, in exchange yes. for his help, he wants her to have sex with as many men as possible because he also wants these feelings, you know. Yes. Because he wants to be alive again. Mm-hmm. Um... And we actually see this with the the twins, where one channels Paul and the other one channels Cheney, and Cheney's like, "I wanna, I wanna live," and Paul's like, "No, we're done, we're done. We have to go back." Mm-hmm. So that's a weird scene. Yeah, and we also get similar to the second book, a bit more incest talk. Yes, yes, it's it's so weird. So there's there's a really fine line in this book between like these these people are physically nine year olds, mm-hmm. but they're adults. Because House Carino's um, the prince is betrothed to Ganima, he's eighteen, she's physically nine, but she's mentally hundreds of thousands of years old. Um, 
But then again, Leto becomes the next step in humanity, and that's just really, really that's... bizarre. Yeah. He also seduces a, a, a grown woman. I mean, I don't think she's grown. I think he says she's like eight years older than he is, so a teenager. Yeah, he he seduces a teenager. Yeah, and then he becomes something else, which that chapter... Yes. I, am I allowed to swear? No. Okay, that chapter effed me up, because reading that is the most bizarre thing ever. <sighs> yeah. He, he sort of molds with these creatures and he becomes something. He becomes what he needs to be to put humanity on the golden path. We'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. But it gives him all sorts of abilities. Yeah, and that's when it becomes kind of schlocky and cartoony. When he does some almost like supernatural strength-wise and jumping. Yes. Thankfully, they don't do... It's mentioned afterward most of the time. So we don't get... If Kevin J. Anderson wrote this, there'd be a whole action set piece. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crapping on Kevin J. Anderson right now. But he, he has a style with his stuff. And it wouldn't have fit in Children of Dune. And I bring this up because he writes these Dune, most of the Dune books he's written at this point. They've written twice, almost three times as many as Frank Herbert ever wrote. Mm -hmm. But this book is a very satisfying read, in my opinion. It's a very... It's kind of sad. Yeah. Leto's plan at the end is a bit shocking and kind of terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I would argue it wasn't Paul's vision. Hmm. Paul, so Leto's whole thing is he doesn't want to be his father. His father's ultimately a failure. Father was afraid of the jihad. The jihad happened he tried to run away from his destiny and that's why Doom Messiah happened. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good book. It's a really solid book. I, it made me like Dune Messiah more reading Children of Dune. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this uh, before the stream. Uh, it feels like the relationship, it feels like Children of Dune feels more like a direct standalone sequel to mm -hmm. the original Dune. And Dune Messiah is like the Song of Susanna of this series. Yes. Yes. Um, well, this, yeah, which... so Dune Messiah came out in 69. Children of Dune came out in 76. And is the only mm. Dune book of the 70s. Jeez, I didn't I didn't realize it was that long of a stretch between holy and then God Emperor Dune didn't come out till 81. Mm. So there's big stretches. And then when we get to the last two Herbert books, they came out a year apart. Okay. Um but I wow, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard Dune Messiah was like made up of like stuff that was going to be in 
uh, Children of Dune. Like he essentially split like his plans up and made it two separate books. So I assumed they came out somewhat closer to each other. No, I think he just re retooled Children of Dune for years. Hmm. Uh, it feels like it feels like he took his time with it. Yeah. Makes me wonder when we get into like, especially the last book, Chapter House Dune, which allegedly ends on a cliffhanger. Hmm which wouldn't be taken care of till Hunters of Dune by Kevin J. Anderson and Brian Herbert. Um, makes me wonder how that is, because people don't like that one. Hmm. Um, I think the Benny Gesserit are the protagonists. That's weird. And I mean, that's also something to look forward to now, because the whole Paul Atreides family is essentially at an end with this first trilogy. Well... God Emperor of Dune. Yeah, I know this one character is, but he's not really a that character anymore. Um, I I will I will save what I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what what it is, but now I'm yeah curious. yeah no I won't I won't do what I did last time. Okay, uh, that was bad. It was just obvious to me, and it wasn't obvious to everyone. Yeah. I mean, um, since we spoiled it already with uh, Paul being an element, Dune Messiah was so such a weird sequel. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't dis dislike it as much, but I was fully, like, prepared to be like, oh, I guess that's actually it for Paul. For good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would have accepted... he is. Uh, yeah, which is interesting in this book, because I wasn't sure how much time this plot is going to... I was thinking it's going to be the main plot with this preacher character and it really wasn't no but i think it was handled very well oh absolutely especially when leto finally meets the preacher yeah and then it changes because the text also just calls him the preacher but at that moment when he admits who he is it changes to paul and also there was this epic moment when alia is like disguised in the crowd when the preacher is talking yes. in the city and he's like dear sister you know don't don't screw me over what i'm doing here and she's like oh my god it's him and, and it's panicked. just like hype yeah yeah you know what really my favorite scene though is when she tries to have jessica assassinated and and in children do you remember that near the beginning <laughs> I think I think it's about the middle mark where she's like, okay, we have to get rid of Lady Jessica, Ilya. And Ilya's like, we have to get rid of her. And so they have a fake attempt only to have Duncan or kidnap her and give her to the the Carinos, although Ilya's not privy to that part of the plan. Um and it's it's wild. Like someone tries to shoot her during a ceremony, and then like she escapes with a bunch of uh, of Paul's like inner guards, and it's just the and it's, like there's the confrontation. I was talking to Matt Wilkins about this when I read it. I was like, I had to call Matt Wilkins. He, he's a huge Dune fan, and I'm like, when when Ilya reveals to Jessica that she's the Baron, um, it is 
incredible. It's just a great scene of like Ilea doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. Y'all need to check out Children of Doom. Yeah. It's a good read. I would say it's definitely better than Dune Messiah. Yes. But like we said, it make I think it made both both of us just appreciate Messiah a bit more as like the setup for this. Yes, absolutely. And I get why they couldn't all be in one book. I know the Dune, the Children of Dune miniseries is the first, it's three parts. The first part is Dune Messiah. And the other two parts mm. are Children of Dune. Okay. Which I've seen I think that James McAvoy plays Leto the second. Mm. They aged the, the, the twins up to be young adults. Like, I think they're supposed to be teenagers. So it's less creepy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It has some really... It was made for sci-fi channels, so you can imagine the effects quality. This was the mm-hmm. early... I think... The, so they did a Dune miniseries. And I think that was 99. And I think this was like 2001 when they did it. So you can imagine what things look like. Mm-hmm. We'll review it at some point. You can find it on YouTube. But I'm wondering, you mentioned they released this as a trilogy, like a three-in-one. Yes, so they did two three-in-ones. They did a three-in-one, and they called the Great Dune Trilogy, and they called the second one the the second Great Dune Trilogy. Mm. Okay, but from what I know, this is the first trilogy. Uh, God Emperor is a standalone. Mm-hmm. And then the next two were supposed to be books one and two of a new trilogy. And then there was, yeah, a book seven that was just called Dune 7. That was all Herbert had put. And that became Hunters of Dune and Sandworms of Dune. Mm. Um, which, those are bonkers. Oh boy. I, I've heard about, Matt Wilkins also told me about it, where it's like, oh, they brought back a character from their prequel series. Yes. So that acted like they were there the whole time. Uh, so that has me worried already. I know who it is. Um, there, there are people that are actually referenced in Frank Herbert's books. Oh. Um. So I won't spoil that. I don't like what they did with them, though. Hmm. And we will discuss that when we talk about the uh, the second prequel trilogy, because I think they're, as I recall, they're from that, from the Bolterian Jihad and Machine Crusades books. Mm. Okay. That, that that whole the machines are still a thing. That trilogy. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, do you recommend? children of dune oh absolutely i would i would too thing is i've i was talking about again with matt wilkins and he's like people read dune and they disregard the sequels and i think it's a disservice people should at least read up to children of dune yeah i would agree when we get into god emperor (laughs) then we will see 
I've heard, I've heard God Emperor is really good though. Hmm. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, I mean, you showed me the cover for it, and yes, it looks intriguing. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, anything else you want to add? No, that's pretty much it. I'm just interested now how the story is going to continue because I know we're going to have a big time jump. Yes. And a bunch of new characters, I'm assuming. Yes. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Anyway, have a good one, everyone. And remember, walk without rhythm so you don't attract the worm. <laughs>